Good morning. My name is Malia Hendrickson. My story may seem typical for a kid that grew up in church. We went to church every Sunday and every Wednesday night. I was trained in all the do's and don'ts of the church. I was taught all the traditional Bible stories and memorized scripture. I went to summer camp and I accepted Jesus as my savior. I remember sitting in chapel and realizing I was a sinner in need of a savior and I needed to ask God to come into my life and save me. I'd like to say that something amazing happened that day, but on the outside, it didn't appear that way. Everything seemed to continue as normal. I continued to do all the things a good church girl would do. I went to church faithfully and knew the right things to say at just the right times. In my teens, I was on autopilot in my walk with Christ and doing the things I wanted to do. Living up to the standards I was taught felt impossible. I spent many years living my way. I always wanted God, or I always kept God on the back burner. And like anyone who has Bible knowledge, but not a real relationship, I could pull it out and use it to my advantage. In 2012, in the span of about 10 days, my great-grandma passed away. I was accepted to YWAM, Youth with a Mission, and left for said mission. It was there that I truly repented and began a relationship with Christ recognizing that it wasn't just a set of rules to live up to. Since my time at YWAM, I have grown so much, yet there are days I still don't feel like I measure up. I have become a wife and a mom, and being a mom has been the best and hardest road I have walked yet. I've spent many, of my, spent many years of my life in worry. I've worried about many different things that could happen to me. Before I became a mom, my worry was manageable in its own sense. And when those two lines on a pregnancy test appeared, I began to worry about someone other than me. I no longer worried about myself, I worried about my baby. Every doctor's appointment I felt sick, and not morning sickness, but sick as if, what if, there's, what if they are gonna find something wrong? My anxiety began to get worse from there. What if there was a complication? What if I lose my baby? Once Molly was born, my fears didn't stop. It was downright exhausting. All this worry and fear over her was a load I wasn't meant to carry. If I'm being honest, I thought I could manage it on my own, and it became very clear six months later when I found out I was pregnant again with our son, Shepard. I could not. He was the best surprise. I mean, blessing. <laughs> he was er, I was ashamed and felt condemned for the anxiety that had been taking over my daily life. I felt misunderstood and judged. I didn't want to be alone. I struggled going to bed because it was worse at night. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I didn't share what was going on with anyone except my husband, who has loved me unconditionally. Until one day I was with my group of girls, and they asked me what had been going on. I finally shared, and I thought, okay, I've talked about it, shed light on it, and now it'll go away. Wrong. I pleaded with him to take these feelings away, to stop my panic attacks. Although he didn't specifically answer my questions I asked, he also didn't ignore my cries. He began telling me who he was and how much he loved me. He surrounded me with people who spoke truth to me and loved on me, people who encouraged me to talk to my doctor about medication. I put it off for a while because it felt wrong. I had internalized statements like, if you take medication, then you're not having faith, and the reason you are having anxiety is because you're not trusting God, or, if you can't get past anxiety without meds, then you are weak and you have a weak mind. You need to control your thoughts better. The Bible says to take every thought captive. 
God showed me that I had made my own judgments against anxiety and against medications, a judgment against getting help. I have now realized God doesn't want me to suffer with anxiety or panic. He doesn't want me to be stuck in self-righteousness and self-effort. I had a really hard time ending this because, as I told Amanda, I wanted resolve. I wanted a resolution so that I could stand here and say I have overcome my anxiety. And though I cannot say that I don't suffer with anxiety and I don't have panic attacks, I can say that through this, God is good, he is loving, and he will guide me through this and motherhood. Thank you. Thank you.